company of kings i made a power move and it's everything it seems before ye saw me i was getting out my dreams standing on the shoulders of 20,000 fiends every time a nigga wanna try and turn a profit folks rush in three letters try and stop it f-b-i-r-s-d-e-a one letter short but still motherfuck the d-a we play by the rules as they try to crack the code because what the fuck were y'all talking about over there at Complex and, and Jim? Like, bro. Combination lock to the kilos that I hold. Leopard print, Louboutins, prowling the concrete. Rollerballs come alive just like Jumanji. Like, I, I've really been here for a while. Since high school. Like. We've been here for quite some time. This is like This is my time This is my hour This is my pain This is my name This is like, my What are y'all power. talking about? If it's I don't my understand. rain You're not supposed to Then it's my shower This pole position I made a lane Cause they blocked ours Those boys Block bleeders Gold diggers Don't stop either Motivation Like I'm not even playing like The fucking the hits of the song like, Carry on like you not selling fit. cocaine in the open air. The I can't even fit. I don't even know what I want there, to yeah, have this as the background there. song for, but I want it. This, you ready, nigga? Like, listen, evil genius music. Just got the word that the coast is clear. What are we talking about? Down the coast and loaded there. Imagine hanging on a prayer, knowing dopes in there. Y'all, who's y'all? Who's y'all? Just in case, just in case the people. Okay, didn't understand hi just, welcome to just a dope ass podcast on this wonderful whichever day you are watching yeah. this and thank you for watching i appreciate that we appreciate that yes so um what the fuck am i it's just <laughs> i had a I, I literally there's there's a i want y'all to understand in this phone in both of these phones there's a fucking topics list mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and it's like oh let's talk let's have questions and let's engage and then i have the i make i make the I, it's me it's me. I make the mistake of just seeing what's going on. And, you know, let's, let's be fucking diverse. Let's have a bunch of topics. We talk about a lot of stuff. We get, And then, like, the internet goes, like, fucking. Um, and here's where the fucking post got me. I feel like, what was that page? Uh, I think it was Cultural Millennials where I watched it at. It starts off like, oh, Drake and fucking uh, Pusha T are liking posts, which is. It's not news. They don't like each other. Like, that's not news. But I'm like, all right, cool. And then, like, the, the slide over. And I feel like I could blame Kenny for this because I had saw that post and swipe past it. And then it popped up, I want to say, in his story. And I'm like, oh, I just saw this. What's the issue? And it's them talking to Jim Jones on whatever the fucking podcast is. And like, I think Bootleg Kev was up there. Bootleg Kev was, talk, was like, was speaking truth. He was making sense. He was like, what are y'all talking about? And they were getting up there talking about like, Push doesn't have. Initially, it started out like he can, no, it was like, he got bars. But he doesn't have a like a, a a fire album, and he shouldn't be on like the top fifty list because Billboard let out their top fifty list, and you can have your ins and outs. You can have all the debates in the world about that. But the idea that the man shouldn't even be on the list is just like wildly un like it doesn't make sense. Like I don't even like, and I'm not even like what he doesn't have a certain amount of influence. His music wasn't getting played in the club. Ain't no man just trying to fuck push T. I don't know that. Niggas not trying to dress like Pusha T. Everybody dressing the same. All y'all niggas wearing the same goddamn uh, overpriced sketchy shoes and shit. Like, ugh. I mean, he's. I'm not gonna say he. We're gonna say the Jim Jones, sir. 
Um, I feel like that was his attempt to try to move the goalposts in his direction. Like, he been extra salty since the locks beat that ass on stage. So he's been trying to find ways to, like, make them more relevant than they were. Like, you guys were influential as far as style and culture is concerned for a short period of time. But y'all bars, I'm sure Push has way more quotable bars than all of Dipset together. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'll even say, okay, let's get violent. <laughs> we... <laughs> This was about the top 50 list all-time hip-hop, and he was like, Push shouldn't be on the list. And I think a bit of it might have been him selling it, but fuck it, man. You said it. We're here now. Okay. Now, my question is, since, you know, here's, here's, a, here's a fucking clippable moment. Fuck the all-time list. You putting Jim Jones in your top 50 New York? Put 50 New York niggas out. You putting Jim Jones in your top 50 list? Top 50 New York? I would say, yeah. Just because it ain't going to be that many Top 50 New York that made it or top 50 New York, period. Well, that's another thing about these arguments, because obviously I would I'm, I'm I'm being violent, so it doesn't matter. Right. But like, yeah, obviously, it, I'm putting probably all of Dipset. If you say top 25 in New York, if Dipset did make it, they would make it as a group, not individually. And that would be I might put Cam in. But I don't know if I, Cam's but, not cracking 20. If you have a top 25, yeah, Cam, 20. Cam will be 21 through 25, maybe, depending on who you have on that list. But he's not, he's not cracking, he's not cracking that 20. It's just not going to happen. I would do, I can believe that. Cause I'm thinking, I'm sitting there thinking, and if we're going, cause that's another thing about these hip hop debates, like everybody moves the goalposts of what's the criteria? Like, is it a great album? Is it a great amount of songs? Like, he brought out like style, and I'm like, that's cool or whatever, but like, nigga, we all, the reason we all fuck with, like, any and every member of fucking Wu-Tang, them niggas all had big b- bubble jackets and fucking Tims. Like, nobody's fuck, we don't fuck with DMX for fashion. That nigga just made amazing music, and that's fucking it. And people still picked up on his fashion. Some people picked up on fucking with his fashion. Just because, like, I've, I have a client. He's from he's from New York. He's talked about dressing like fucking G-Unit. Like, that was his shit when he was out there coming out here he's just like yeah i was trying to look and be just like fucking g-unit so anybody can influence any of it because we know that g-unit was not the pinnacle of fashion at any point in time you just gotta be popping but if we're talking like hip-hop like obviously you're throwing like just spitballing i could probably run through get to damn near 20 it's like we got you're gonna put hove in there you're gonna put Nas in there you're gonna put 50 in there i would put lloyd banks in there i like i like lloyd banks music um, We're not even talking about the pioneers. Yeah, like exactly. Like I'm throwing in DMX in there. I'm I'm throwing in KRS One. I'm throwing in Meth. Like I could really probably make an argument to throw in all the fucking Wu Tang, but I'm just gonna go for the niggas I know are like have done really well solo. So I'm throwing in Meth. I'm throwing in Raekwon. I'm throwing in Ghostface. Um, RZA. Yeah, I'm throwing in RZA. Um, RZA and Jizzle. Really. I'm throwing in most deaf. I'm throwing in top lib. Mm-hmm. Um, like we're at a stupid number. I haven't been counting. Big like, L's gonna make it in there, of course. Yeah, like bro, what are we like? Come on, man. Like, like is I don't care where. I don't even care that like it pushes, but like it just like that shit was nuts. And I just think anybody who really was riding with that was nuts. Like I like that was one of those things. Where I made the stupid. I looked in the comments. Not all of them. I gave it two swipes. But that <laughs> was more than enough because I was like, you niggas is nuts. And I'm starting. I'm, I'm definitely. I'm definitely getting old when it comes to like the hip hoppy shit. Yeah. Because 
I don't understand the criteria no more. Like, I really don't. Because I'm like, okay, man, is it ju- you just have to have a club banging hit? Because if that's the criteria, then we got to put fucking Soldier Boy at the top. If that's just, yo, it was just, it was banging in the clubs I mean, at the time. Yeah, if you, uh, based on his criteria of being influential, changing the game, having hits, Soldier's going to be top 10. I wouldn't say he's at the very top, but he's going to be top 10. Based on that criteria, are we talking about a solid album or bars? No, because I don't think mm-hmm. he's ever had a solid album or bars. But based on his criteria that he tried to move the goalposts in his favor on, you still wouldn't be up there. Like, even even him, say Push. Push had play clothes. Push has had influence in fashion because he aligned himself with Kanye. He was with Pharrell in him. Like, he was been in. Like that's, he's been yeah, doing like, it. Like, he just wasn't big. Like, yeah, I didn't have people wearing pink like Cameron did, but I definitely had influence. I think also part of him is like, because he's not a certified street dude the same way that, you know, Jim is supposed to be. So he's like, what has he been doing? This part bugged me. He's not. He's loud. been rapping about the same thing, and he's been rapping about stuff that he probably ain't never did a day in his life. It's That's like, we got to throw away a damn... A, a bunch of you. You guys the most wrestle just because you have done the stuff that you talk about, but you don't, you're not, you're not bar bar wise. You're not that guy. You've gotten better. He's gotten better in the last five years, but up until that mm-hmm. point, you were not, you know, we didn't look at you as the lyricist of Dipset. You were like the enforcer for the most part. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man, when I have the hip hop conversations, I'll be having to do so much preemptive. How are we judging this? Because it'd be a lot of wild comparisons and statements and I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that should be like, it's like everybody got it. We have to start putting these criteria together when y'all just be saying the shit. Cause I don't fucking understand. And a lot of times I just don't feel like certain people should be in the same fucking conversation. Like I do feel like I know hip hop is like super young, but I low key at this point think sometimes hip hop and even maybe like R and B, I know I've said this a billion times, like deserve the separation yeah. that like rock gets. Like, cause you're not, you're just not going to compare Metallica to fucking fallout boy. They'll never be in the same conversation. No, not that they don't both make rock music. They don't both make, but it's like, I want to go to fucking never, Neverland, And I want to dance, dance. Not right. the same. We're not doing the same shit. So I don't know. I don't know how you niggas figured out, but I feel I mean, like you niggas need that. If you think about it, although this is a music conversation and, we can't figure out the criteria on how to judge it accordingly, right? Judge yeah. it accurately. Everybody has a different set of criteria. Everybody has a different list. Everybody has a different everything. But you look at the culture as far as those influenced by hip-hop culture. I won't say it's black culture because hip-hop ain't exactly black culture. It's an aspect of black culture, but that's a whole other conversation. Right. But even in our culture, those influenced by hip-hop culture and black culture, et cetera, we don't have a, a congruent list of how we judge things either relationships do we have a criteria of how we act like all agree that we're supposed to look at something i had a conversation just yesterday and it was like you know about seeing other races where say uh specifically black women hairstyles Mm -hmm. and how that's like mad appropriation this that the third and so my thoughts i was like is that same energy given when say you know, no disrespect to dog, but when, you know, we be out here at a lot of posts about the Travis Kelsey cut mm-hmm. or those type of individuals. And it's like, hey, 
Like, is that the same thing? Because without this culture, you're not going to that shit go. It goes ant, and then that shit fall. Ain't no fade. Y'all not doing that. Wasn't like it. It just be it be that shit be a two, and then it be bald. Like there is no. That's us. So is that the same thing? A buddy getting the cut? Like all of a sudden he go get fashionable? Like if the white girl go to fucking get get fuck around and come from Iowa, we'll get to them in a minute, and end up taking you know taking a fucking scholarship. To uh, I don't fucking know fam you and start wearing braids and you know period pool and then you know she can still just wear like the stereotypical white single mom with mixed breed children she the stereotype she of having the short hairstyle with the little mm-hmm. swoop and the shave in the back not all of them fit that criteria but we've seen the posted memes of how <laughs> there's a look that's for such a weird thing that that's the I thought but that's also potentially a Karen like the. The distance between that and the Karen bun is like that much. Yeah, it's just a little, just a little. It's a little. You get a little poof, and you, little, however your little bump, your little tease get, and then that determines your antenna for racism. <laughs> it's weird, but if the white girl starts wearing braids or some shit, it's automatically like you know why is she out here, whatever. But depending, you know, if y'all accept it, it's other conversation. It's not just niggas fucking her. It's like somebody doing her hair. Like somebody's like letting that ride. It's everybody got to come to the table for that. And shit. And she's doing it for somebody. Yeah, like it's, that's they, we all got to come to the table about. But anyways, that'd be flat out, yo. What y'all doing? But do white boys have to get? The, do we have to bring them to the table too? And all of a sudden, like, hey man, you were never wearing no motherfucking gold chains and shit. Like, fuck is up with you, Todd? When the fuck did that become a goddamn thing? Like, you turn into Tommy. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Like, do we have to give the Tommy? Like, Tommy is from like Tommy. You know, I didn't really watch it, but I'm like Tommy is from there. They grew up together. Tommy really, if you from that. I got to give you a pass. That's not you faking it. You, nigga, I live next door the whole time. Like, I, this is where I'm from. But if you all of a sudden, is that a, is that the same type of appropriatory shit? Like, should we be heating them up? you got a couple black homeboys and the black girl showed interest in you because she probably doesn't love herself either. But that's all another conversation. But she shows interest in you and now you've adopted the uniform. You've been indoctrinated into it. So you start playing the part. Where's that? There was a tweet where it was like, I know I posted on the page and I have to go find it, but it was like, you know, it was like a black girl tweeted uh, a bunch of shit. Like, you know, I'm going to give me a white man to do A, B, and C, like this weird laundry list of like, and a white dude responded. He's like, I just want to say as a white man. We don't do that shit. We're not doing that shit. But also I feel like there's a, and I would say it's both sides. It's like, it's not that the other side does it. Like y'all don't pay attention to the fact that y'all turn into whole different motherfuckers when y'all get with the other side, whatever the fuck, like that implicit bias shit you were saying, like y'all bring the fucking heat to y'all own And somehow you start Fucking with this motherfucker And then You just willing to do Everything that so, you said You wouldn't do They've been so patient with me Not really nigga You haven't been As much of a dick You got in here And acted accordingly The fuck is your problem You ain't never I ain't never Never seen you Act like this <laughs> Ain't never Never in my life Seen you act like this Fuck is wrong with you It's not a great relationship You got, you got weird But that's Even that's How we judge that How we look at people That are adopted into the space or code switching for cock. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, it, and coochie too. <laughs> I can't be upset because I've talked to you before of how I've seen on the depths of Twitter and Reddit and all of that. There's, there's whole lanes for women that are serving themselves out to white dudes. Like it just, so I, I can't even wild. say cold switching, but it's just like you, I am pandering to the fact that I 
date outside my shit. Boy, I know the founding fathers in hell looking up like, look at them go. (laughs) 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 On the Lord's Day. Yeah, he put them there. Like he saw what they was doing, said, "Get down!" Like, yeah, like. <laughs> oh, so it's his fault he created that. Yeah, he's, he didn't have this. He didn't raise his son up for them to act like they was acting in. Like, can't believe it. Like they took that book and remixed. Like, first of all, I didn't even say that. Like, so go away. Did we get a DNA test to prove that that's his son? Man, I was gonna try and not be blasphemous today. I'm sorry. Like, we, we don't. Have- you know, we we. I feel like in none of these stories, we don't never give enough credit to like. Joseph for taking that ride because that was tough. Like, it was a tough ride. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just want me to believe, like, you know, just, shit, man. Like, yeah, woo. Who's the, uh, you seen the meme? The dude is like, he serves his lady a piece of pie. She's like, oh, this is a delicious pie. Like, where did you put it? He's like, I baked it. Like, oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Where'd you bake it? In the oven. We don't have an oven. Exactly. Yep. You see how mm-hmm. crazy it is. So I can yeah. um, I can imagine. I can but you know, that's also different times. Who do we know? Maybe they just blast I won't say blast movie, but he just willingly went along with it and just listened. And like, it's not even just that. We never talk about those formative years where Jesus was feeling himself. He started getting his little powers and shit. You know, even my real fucking daddy, Joseph Nigga, I turned you like he turned him into probably a goat for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. He's like, I tell my fucking daddy, you bro, my daddy is the daddy of daddies, bro. Like, who you talking to? Like, he really, he had to deal with that. He had to be like, being Jesus' stepdad probably was nuts. That's Did he cry at the funeral? You know, they never talk about him being there. They say, like, you know, they always saw, like, they say Mary was there. She and, was like, boohooing over her baby. What if, yo, what if Joseph got the fuck? I'm tired of this shit. Yo, that's the... But y'all don't make... But y'all he also not, was supposed to be like, what, 100-something years old or some shit like that. But y'all not making the movies. He was, though. But see, that's what I'm saying, yo. I'm not even a po... When y'all make the Christian movies, y'all not telling the stories you could tell, boy. Like, y'all don't do... Y'all don't talk about the... Like, nobody has made the movie of Jesus from, like, he a baby and then he 33. There's so much movie there. There's so much... There's so many stories... We don't know what the fuck G- Joseph was on, where he was, what he, where he went. Did he have a a, a drinking habit? Because that's a lot. <laughs> turn this water into fucking Remy, because I'm t- so tired of you. How did Jesus learn he could turn water to wine? Because your daddy was yeah, a yeah. He learned that from me. I did that. You must, you might have gave him the powers, but I taught him the game. What if Joseph and God had a beef? Well, there's so much shit y'all not doing. That's why he was so old. Let. Because God was like, you know what? You, you, you can curse me all you want to, but I'm going to punish you and make you live for a really long time. I know you're ready to go. And what if Joseph was, I don't want to go to that motherfucker anyway. You need me here yeah. forever. Fuck you in your heaven. Man, that's nuts. We don't never talk about that shit, let alone that entire wild action movie that y'all could be putting together at the end. Because, like, I'll never have no, like, like, make the angels badass, bro. Like, let's just do the fight scene. Right. Like, the day y'all scared, like, put it in the movie, man. Like, let that motherfucker come up at that boiling ocean and 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 let them dragons fight and shit. Like, get to it, man. But that that goes back to conversation. We would have to be in agreement that that's okay to talk about. It's okay to share that information. It's okay to embrace it and be honest about it. Cause we we don't be on one accord with just inquiring about stuff, let alone challenging it, and telling the story that doesn't get told very often. We we are on one accord with just accepting it. Man, it will, yeah. Because I'm saying, even that last part, 
Like the part about you know we would have to come to terms, but I mean y'all make fun of like a bunch of other shit. We we speculate everything, everything else. else. People will talk shit and know nothing about any other religion outside of their own or any other perspective outside of their own. But you won't allow yourself to explore the other shit as well. Yeah, because even I'm saying even that even the action revelations movie because every even all those movies y'all make it's always like it's finna happen. And then everybody gets shit. Man, make that, make it. It's in the book. It ain't even like y'all speculating. Just, it's on the page. And it's some wild, y'all never like to read that. Because that's some wild shit. Read that. That shit is nightmare fuel, boy. It goes up when they wrap this thing up. It's crazy in there. Make the film. Make the the film about the lost books. Yeah, get the (laughs) film. Yeah, yeah, get to it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's fucking... A Nephilim movie would be wild, but you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just starting at the bottom. You could just make it. What's in the book? Y'all don't even be using the, the spicy stuff in the book. No, it's always like, and it's always like, it's like the, like you know, like like the Christian, like uh, what's that channel? Like the Seven Hundred Club finna pull up oh, and beat you niggas. The up. Christian like, Network. Yeah, like the movies can't never be good. It just always got to be. And he arose, and like he saw extra dramatic and shit. And well, it's like uh, that's because certain people are controlling the narrative around that. Yes. We would have to acknowledge that in order to do so, right? Y'all be making these soap operas. Make it cool. Like get like we shit, don't make we don't this no, cool. No BET Christian Channel. No, yeah, I want that shit. I want that shit to come through fucking Paramount. Like I want it to go up. People who made Halo make the Jesus movie. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, the formative years. Wonder years, Jesus. Come I on, mean, man. You know, they kind of tried a little bit. You know, it's funny, like com- comedians that do that. So you'll see those type of things put on like Robot Chicken or Family yeah. Guy or something. Like comedy purposes, people will joke about that stuff. But when it comes to like actually diving into it and talking about it, it'll be some small documentary movie that's buried on your Amazon Prime that you have to like really search for to understand it. I just feel like I'll even kind of like you know from you know was it the 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 Hebrews movie that everybody got mad at? Kyle oh yeah, yeah. That movie's been around forever, and it's worth watching. Just yeah, saying they squatted up on him, man. Bass. You know, ba- yo, basketball has been like the most chaotic thing as of late. Like there was like five fights today. The Kyrie oh, thing a couple months ago. The way y'all up here try to like, and Angel Reese started a fucking war last week, like because she told a white woman that she couldn't. The nerve of you! How dare you stand up to a white woman and give her a dose of her own medicine? I like the under arguments that that sparked. Like racially, it was like motherfuckers like she did the John Cena nigga said motherfucker she did Tony Yayo right. Like it became like let's, it let's was, be it accurate. Was, if you gonna say sub, she did some it was shit, sub race come race arguments. I was like be real. That's that's what it really comes from. If you gonna get the shit in there, get it in there right. God damn it! Don't be and I there. love black people. They was like, no nah, man, we fit a ride on every level. That was not. John Cena. John no. Cena appropriated this shit from Tony Yeo. And it's been quick because Tony didn't did what, two, three interviews since then? No, I'm here for all the fucking greats getting they fucking come up and shaking back. Like, even Jada can talk about, like, yeah, nigga, that fucking versus, like, did wonders. But if you were under a rock, which you would have had to be because this shit was lit. Even if it was on every fucking page that even wasn't fucking like. White folks' pages, black folks' pages. Oh, yeah, That'd be right. the funny, like, hey, do you go. To non-black pages, oh, like perspectives yeah. that are completely outside and against our own, and like see how they perceive. 
Yeah, I like to make sure that my like I went to Dog's page, who was the dude who said she was a classist piece of shit. I mm-hmm. like to go to when I'm when I'm trying to you know have my little perspectives. If I'm that's why I don't never like whenever somebody like be having some back and forth for me. I'm not opposed to being, but I was like I looked at the other side. I'm not just saying fuck you for fuck you sake. Mm-hmm. Even if y'all like look at said pod page, like we're late to some of these parties because I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, even if somebody said, post it right now, I'm like, you'll get mine in like 30 minutes. Cause I'm going to at least make sure I want to be able to stand in my fuckiness. Right. Um, but yeah, that shit was, um, that shit was nuts. And it was a bunch, like, and it was crazy thing though, is I will say there was a good amount of, uh, white folk that had to be like, bro, this is sports. Like any other place, me and them probably disagree. They might win. But on this, there was a, there was, there was still some being just, it was classless and she was whatever because um we got a ride for old girl who is an amazing ball player by the way like she got her shit off the entire whatever series she did but she still lost yeah that would be the thing like if she's been fantastic like record breaking fantastic and she lost wouldn't that let you know that they have to have really done yeah. something Magnificent, and we team. should celebrate that. Yeah, the whole team get busy, and but I just, y'all cared more about like one. This was not bad, and like, yeah, give me the fucking ring. I won. You was talking shit, the girl. I and you was talking shit to everybody you played before you got here, and then you was talking shit to us before now, and now you losing and you quiet, and now white tears. And they were like, yeah, and the dude who said it, like, um, who does the barstool stuff. He was like hair splitting. He was like, you know, she said that in the passion of the game, it wasn't like targeted at. I'm like, bro, the girls flat out said like, I like in in any other sport, and I like male sports. Like it's I we like shit talking. I like talking direct. We all watch Michael Jordan say like I specifically I took that personally, and that shit was a meme. And nobody doesn't like Mike anymore or less because of that. Like fuck you, because you have on like, I vividly remember like you know from like high school up like the idea was fuck you. Because you have the other jersey on. Yeah. That's it. I don't know you personally. It's fuck you for having the audacity to be on the other team. Yep. For, yeah. For when, Especially from, if it's a rival. Nigga, it's brothers who were like, we just watched the Super Bowl. Them niggas hug. The Kelsey brothers love each other. From the time that whistle blew in quarter one to the time that whistle blew in quarter. Fuck that motherfucker. Fuck that motherfucker on the other side. And then afterwards, let's go eat. You know, where's my, where's my little niece at? But right. during these four quarters, it's fuck you and fuck everybody you with. I'm not your friend. Yeah, fuck the whole fuck the whole left side of your mama that got that half jersey on. Fuck that. Fuck her. That half. I would. I'm not a like. I can understand people having a different perspective of what sportsmanship looks like. That kind of goes back to to the book Coddling the American Mind. You get to see how that approach has extended far beyond college campuses. But everything participation trophied out to the point where people can't even understand competitiveness or things of that nature. But I can appreciate certain people having a different perspective, whether or not I agree. But to say that she is a classless piece of shit just for some gestures and she wasn't even the first one to do them, that that boggles my mind. And it made me think of when they used to talk bad about Richard Sherman for his trash talk. Like this man is a like 4.0, three, three or 4.0 student at Stanford. And we're going to say that he's a thug and he's this and he's that because he's opinionated and he speaks his mind. These same people 
I'm glad I'm doing some fucking research today because <laughs> I bet you the people and and it, and here's the thing, taking into account these girls are 20 years old max, 21 years old max, mm-hmm. but she's not. I want to say she's like a fucking junior. Yeah, yeah she got one more year to go. Even like even I'm I'm as, I'm papered up because of her NAI oh, deal. Motherfuckers think I'm spicy now. If I was a millionaire at 19, fuck y'all. Deal with you know, and it wasn't like mad like fuck her and her mom, but as far as this game, yeah, we was talking shit. I even had to ride with the fact that she was like, I was doing this shit last week, and you know, blackity black women riding with black women because you was getting real spicy with fucking uh South Carolina, and that was nuts. Mm-hmm. But you same motherfuckers, I know for a fact because these were grown like you know these be grown ass men man. having this conversation. Y'all would hit y'all knees to discuss yo Bill Romanowski was a fucking monster. Like if you if you don't know, a horrible person. Google like it, like Bill Romanowski was a fucking talented line and still was just chaotic out there on the field. Them same niggas would be like, he's fucking dope. Or these niggas like are big fans of fucking uh, the bad boys. Like you niggas probably loved Detroit when they was out there suplexing niggas mm-hmm. post layup. So like the Bears, shut up. Was it the seventies Bears? Yeah, like y'all love. Shut up, bro. Like, cause the it was it just wasn't that. Like, it was a and we had to think about it. And they had to slow motion this. That shit was five seconds, and then she did this, and then she went and party with her fucking team. Like that moment with her doing that to that girl was unnecessary. Was was not the flack she's getting is unnecessary. No, I mean what. One was it one or two weeks before when she was going through you know the line when at the end of the game where everybody kind of slaps hands and shows some camaraderie. One was she talking shit to one of their star players and she like pushed her off of her because she was talking shit after the game. I think like I feel I think in that interaction I don't know if they if she started I know they had a little exchange. They had an exchange, but at the end of the game, okay, you won, mm-hmm. and I'm just dapping you up. I'm keeping my mouth shut. I'm, I'm eating my humble pie because you beat us and it is what it is. And you come and whisper in my ear and talk shit when you just you ain't have to go through this extra exchange. Nobody talked about that. Yeah, like she, but that's what I'm saying. Like when she was doing it, I'm cool. Pop your shit. We are in the playoffs. This is when if you're gonna, if you were a cool calm player all year, playoffs is where you get your shit off. Because like I'm trying to make history here. Right. So yeah, I, I just like that to me was just clear. You know, it's cool. You know, everybody everybody's uses tagline, so we jumping on the shit. It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Mm-hmm. So you know, fuck them. Now the only thing I will say is I want. I like Angel to be. I like, I like the spicy. I just wanted to like, because even what she said with the uh, Biden thing was fine. I was okay with that because it's like stand on it. Yeah, when you was up there trying to like, we ain't never, ain't never in the history of ever have somebody go. Well, they should both go. What the fuck are you talking about, Jill? Fuck. What the fuck? Not it. This will be my my mini misogynist comment for the moment. <laughs> You ain't in charge, but who told you that you had the audacity to invite anybody anyway? We come to see the president. <laughs> you know, you are not. You are the not fuck? the president. You are not the vice president. I can see if Kamala said that, and she's the vice president. Okay, but you can't I invite us to the White House because you don't live there. You are just the bitch that lives here. No disrespect. Like I said, I'm just put a little sauce on it for the moment but it's like you you are the president's wife you don't make any decisions or any you are here because of him at least with michelle michelle was involved michelle had programs that she was running she had things that she was spearheading she was just as busy as barack she just let him handle the the political stuff and she handled a lot of the other things you know you do nothing 
Jill can't, Jill can't, Jill ain't got no money to do nothing because we sending it all to the Ukraine. Oh, you got no money start up no project. You, yeah, you send them a whole bunch of money and you ain't invite their ass to the White House either. Whoa. Respect my record time. Absolutely. Now y'all could uh, nah. I'm not gonna do that. But I'm gonna say for now. I'll put you motherfuckers on air, boy. <laughs> Content over everything. <laughs> what you want? Yeah. But um Domino's. But yeah, yo, I just, you know, yeah. It was something, it was something. But it's clearly not important because I can't really remember. It was something where I was like, hey, I wonder if, you know, I like getting the spicy, but I'll be like, you know, don't push it too far. But I don't know what the fuck she said that I thought that. But um, I don't fucking know, man. I think Angel did a good job. And the, like it was she, all, she and, handled it well. And she played like she balled her ass up. They were like doing her stats. I'm not saying old girl was not like she's clearly not a bum, but it's like they got off on that team and they were talking about, you know, it was a girl, I don't know her name, but she had the little uh the little blonde fro. Was raining down on them motherfuckers. Absolutely, she was. Yeah, they got off, bro. I thought that Angel whole... was was serving as before she even got to LSU. Yeah, that's why she transferred in the first place because then they wanted her to come in. And also, shout out to uh, Savannah Georgia's very young camouflage daughter. I forgot her name, but shout out to her. Oh yeah, flower, flower. Oh, I'm fucking up. I, I can't remember. That's why I just said no. No disrespect to her, but what got busy? Camouflage man. is a Savannah legend, so. For her to be able to do her rap thing and then come and win a championship and be balling Man, out, I like like that part of like um, how sports like how college sports is going. I like these nil nil does. I like giving these motherfuckers money and autonomy because honestly, man, like. Y'all not paying it Like these kids Are what's getting this fucking Like these girls did some shit Like you niggas have not Me personally I'm niggas I've never paid attention To women's like basketball Especially college Like I've watched some WNBA But like college oh. basketball Never gave a fuck like this This is One of us Oh yeah I haven't I paid attention to it But not Not <laughs> Not for the reasons <laughs> I've, I've always paid attention To women's sports Partly because I respect it, but also because I, and if you know me, you know I love an athletic woman. I love athlete yeah. women, and I'm not upset or ashamed about it at all. But not this motherfucker getting a triple double. I I I used my privilege of being an athlete in college to be able to go to all the other sports events and games for free. Now, I was there watching. But now I did do that. I did go to. Yeah. I, I went to a lot. I went to a lot of basketball games. I went to a lot of volleyball games. Yeah. Oh. No, I was nuts at the. No, here I, at the volleyball games, I was, I was. nuts because I was like, shout out, shout out. Shout I was looking up the. I was looking up the roster to the other team. Oh yeah, and I was like, yo, number seven, you know, uh, yeah, 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 Ashley McGee, you know, Fort Worth, how you doing? Like you know, you know, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I want them to win, but like, you you playing a good game. You setting it up right. Oh, I mean, I was and they would talk back, man. Like, I'm college was really, I don't know any, like, when people say they had bad college experiences, man, I feel so bad because, like, that shit was up. I had a quiet experience. I know that I could have done a whole lot more, and I still enjoyed myself just from aligning myself with decent people. And here's the crazy thing there were still moments where I really was, like, low. I was I'd super be saying, low. when I be telling you, like, with the shit that I be saying, from, like, it happened, but, like, I was still relatively low Absolutely. in college, like, super low key. Yeah, I but got I enjoyed you know, but Yeah, shit, it was. But yeah, shout out, shout out to female athletes. So I've always watched and supported, even since high school. I've I've told this story before. Like my homeboy was dating Lisa Leslie's niece in, in high times. school. Way to pick him. And she would, yeah, Lisa would come up to. I mean, it's Westchester, so Westchester always had fucking 
star athlete basketball players popping up for whatever random know your worth. reason. Know your worth, King. But, you know, <laughs> Lisa, come check in on her knees. I, I, I miss Leslie. I appreciate y'all asking how these you, questions. How man. you doing? How you doing? There's topics out the ass out here. Oh, they answered a whole bunch. Of, oh, yeah. Look at that. It looks like a whole lot. Y'all got anything, a lot. anything peak your fancy? Uh... Yeah, the fact that it's every time way. y'all every time y'all put them in there, we go talk about them. I don't know if we're talking about all of them because there's a lot today, but I'm 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 here for it. I mean, we we are on the topic currently of Joe Biden's wife. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that already happened. And right. Trump being indicted, and then showing up oh, to, to the UFC match last night. Oh, he. W- I mean, shout out to Israel Adesanya. Shout out for getting your meal belt back, big dog. Man. In fucking stop a knockout, absolutely. Yeah, ain't yo. nothing else to discuss after that. Izzy, Izzy is Izzy is in the pantheon of like some of the best motherfuckers like out. I respect just like Angel. I respect his authenticity to be himself. Like I'm gonna be a fucking anime geek. I'm gonna be somewhat of a nerd. I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm gonna be African at the same time, and I'm gonna also be. Did the niggas arrow thing? Y'all didn't talk shit about Izzy. We're gonna talk, man. Shut up. Because they're they're warriors. They're in the cage fighting. It's okay to talk shit. Right? I feel like, yeah, I don't know, man. Sometimes the I understand the discrepancies between certain sports, but there's some things that I just feel like people got to shut the fuck up on. Because um, oh, I just thought about this. Mm-hmm. I was watching a clip, and it was a clip of the fucking um Stone Cold podcast, and Stone Cold was having a his statement. Basically, was like, you know, dudes who are in the MMA space. And I don't know if he was specifically probably he probably because I don't feel like I don't know how many fighters really say this, but I do see like fans and like commentators talk about like still the fakeness of of you know professional wrestling as far as like it's scripted. But I was like, bro, you still went through a table, like regardless, like and that's almost to me like when he said it, he was like, do what we do, travel state to state, travel different places, go to different gyms, and have to whatever. You guys got camps and people supporting you. You really are kind of a one man fucking thing in this mm-hmm. wrestling business for at least for a time until you maybe get to a certain position. But I was like, man, when he said that, I started thinking, I was like, it's one thing. And this is not taken away. Cause I don't feel like, I feel like that's sometimes the messed up part. When you get to a certain level of space of combat or like, um, not combat fucking just physical violence, like oh, football, physically aggressive. violent, boxing is physically violent, rugby, all of these things. Wrestling is in that ballpark. And it's one thing to go, I have a game plan to go out here and whip this nigga's ass, and he happens to knock me out. I just woke up hurt or whatever. Or he beats me up for three minutes. A nigga told you on Monday. No, no. Let's say Monday, Thursday. Let's say he told you on Sunday. Thursday Night Raw is coming up. You look at whatever, however it goes. You look at the script. You have to know all week, I'm going to get hit with a chair 47, 14 times. It ain't even I'm gonna, all week. Because they... I'll say for WWE, you got Raw and SmackDown. That's two shows in one week. Mm. Wherever you are, you're most likely going to do a quiet little house show as well. So that's three different scripts that you have to know for this one week alone. Mm -hmm. Choreographed. I have to know these fights and how they're going to play out and act it. Now, I'll I'll say this. I'll see a couple on there. Um, I was at WrestleMania. Fucking. You got turned up. Yeah, there you go. I was at WrestleMania was all outside. weekend enjoying myself. And <clears throat> they they edited it to where people can't see it on TV, but there was easily about four or five people that got injured. 
And shout out That'll to shout out to Finn Balor. Uh, it was Finn Balor and Edge in a cage match, mm-hmm. right? So it's a little different now because they try to protect the wrestlers a little bit more than they used to. So they'll have the doctors closer and they won't let them bleed out as much, especially because WWE is supposed to be like a PG company now. That's mm-hmm. why it's entertainment as opposed to the Federation and all this other shit. But Oh, that makes sense. I didn't even know why that changed. Yeah, it, it it definitely changed a lot. That's why they don't have like that makes as much bleeding and stuff on TV like they used to. Or if they show old clips, they'll kind of like oh, keep, keep, continue. But that's another thing that made that a wild statement. You niggas was not outside with Mick Foley, Mankind, pick one off like, of cages, off dude, of this, off of that. Oh I don't care how God, scripted bro. that is. That does damage to your body. But yeah. this is scripted. I think it was part of it where like Edge throws a ladder at Finn Balor, mm-hmm. right, and he legitimately gets hurt. Already been getting hit with kendo sticks and through tears and all that other stuff. He's already they already been beating each other up. And he he gets legitimately hurt. And we see like as in the audience, you see it kind of like they pause it. Mm-hmm. So he's off to the side and they have the doctors come in and the ref is looking at him and all this other stuff. And everybody's like getting upset because they're like, well, why is the match being stopped? And this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. From where I'm sitting, I was like, oh, shit, there's blood on the mat. Like You can see how blood just squirted. In the midst of, like, the doctors looking at him. No king shaming. Right. In the midst of the doctors looking at him and the referee kind of stopping things, they're still acting out, like, Mm -hmm. making it seem like they really want to fight and all this other stuff. Like, they're still keeping the show alive. This man had, like, a four-inch gash down the middle of his head. Yeah. And it was deep. <clears throat> and they still patched him up a little bit. He still went through the match, still took some more bumps, still jumping off of this, getting slammed onto that in the midst of having this large ass gash down the middle of your forehead. And you you talk about like pledging and no wincing. Uh, <laughs> These dudes legitimately had severe injuries and will still act out the script. And have it go according to plan in the midst of being seriously injured. But you can say fucking basketball is a contact sport. And if somebody gets elbowed in the stomach and they're rolling on the ground. That was my thing. It's like, yo, man, like it being scripted, you might not like the fact that you you can't tell who's about to win or that's already been told. But like, bro, I watched after that because, you know, your feet, whatever. I just saw. How fucking Brock Lesnar sold a choke slam. Mm-hmm. It was him and Undertaker. And under what's is is Taker seven foot or is he's fucking he's, damn well, he's supposed to be seven foot. Yeah, dog. Not only can this, but he had to sell it. So nigga, I I thought about the process of knowing that night I'm gonna fucking go in here and get busy with this fucking giant. And not only that, when he throws his fucking hand on my throat, I have to now commit to jumping in the air. With my fucking 280-pound ass. And letting myself fall. Yeah, and letting myself fall, knowing he's going to push and snigger. He had I don't the give same a fuck if it's scripted. Like, the guy that he fought at, because uh, Brock Lesnar fought at WrestleMania Day okay. 2 as well. He fought, uh, it's a new wrestler. His name is Omos. He's like a seven-foot whatever African dude. He played basketball here in the States. Oh, I've seen but he's, that. Yeah. I've seen, yeah. He's bigger than Undertaker, and, and he's not as experienced, which means Brock has to sell more. Yep. That means I got to work harder to sell this for you because you're still a little green and I've been in the business for 15, 20 years. So it's like I'm trying to help put you over, which is a selfless act that we don't 
understand like yes it's scripted but i'm helping this person build their career which means i'm getting my ass kicked yep. to help you so i have to sell all this stuff from this dude that is significantly larger than me like we y'all not gonna pay attention to how much effort and ability and focus that takes for somebody to be able to do that like that's not talking about being on one accord and talking about being in in alignment with your ideas wrestling is something where you do have to be in alignment from top to bottom because if something goes wrong it was another different company aew it's a younger dude He's supposed to, I have to find a clip, but it's one, two wrestlers, they're both high-flying types. Mm. One is supposed to take him, it's like a stack of, I think, three tables, and he's supposed to take him and, like, flip and powerbomb him through these different tables, and he lands wrong, and his leg just crumbles. Like, ankle goes one way, and, like, all of that, and it's like, but this scripted, right? Yeah, see, that's my thing about, like, even, like, the scripted part almost to me at this point adds to it because it's like i know like that i have to go do this thing that nigga like there's a one in a million chance that i'm not leaving here with some type of fucking serious injury absolutely like and just even if i'm walking away uninjured the athleticism to continuously jump off yeah i don't know i just the conversation like they're not athletes simply because you know the outcome is a little fucking weird to me like you can have the conversation about you know the i don't know i don't know what conversation you would have but I could understand maybe like not uh, not knowing the ins and outs of who's going to win maybe takes that aspect away. Mm-hmm. But talking like these are not niggas who are doing outrageous physical tasks that by comparison to your respective sport, same way you think a nigga from who does jujitsu well couldn't get in a boxing ring, a boxer gets in with a fucking act, you know, Olympic wrestling gets his ass whooped. You niggas come from fucking like you've seen them. You niggas have all from other sport. You've seen your favorite athlete show up to wrestle to a WrestleMania fucking be happy as shit. Because he respects it, gets in there, and doesn't know what the fuck to do. We just saw Travis Kelsey not be able to pitch. Does that make Travis Kelsey not one of the best athletes out? No, no. nigga. It just means he doesn't play baseball. Shout out to Kittle for making an appearance at WrestleMania. He got in the ring and assisted a little bit. Bad Bunny. Exactly. It's like, bro, Fucking, shut the, Like, uh, y'all kind of got to shut the fuck up. And shout out the little boy name? The, um, the, the one of them, the older Paul brother. He's been consistently having matches. He's actually pretty athletic. For oh, isn't he like actually in it now? Well, he's not an official signed wrestler, but he's uh, had like three yeah. or four matches. He's actually not. He's pretty athletic and not not too bad. Yeah. But Snoop stay in there. Snoop, and we all know that that's not. I don't yeah. give a fuck what y'all say. I know for a fact it's whatever. Snoop took a fuck. Nigga, I watch Snoop get through a fucking people's elbow every day of the week. Did some fucking like, you know, black brown relations brought out fucking uh Ray Mysterio. The shit was dope. Yeah. Oh, that shit was fire. Him coming out right? Eddie Guerrero's low rider, that shit. That and the fucking, you know, I don't know, man. I you know, I know sometimes I don't like people's things, but some of y'all gotta let people like some shit. The shit's cool. It'd be I, I'm cool with for fucking shitting on people's shit sometimes if it's whack. But I just don't know the negative shit too sling that much. Here's my my gripe with that. Earlier I said, in our community, we struggle with being on one accord with damn near everything, right? Mm-hmm. When you go to these events, if you go to a con, if you go to a wrestling match, if you go to things that are looked at as non-conventional or geeky or whatever in our community, now they're being more accepted with the younger kids, but before they were whatever. The predominant amount, I think in the entire weekend, they announced the numbers. It was like 120,000 people mm-hmm. showed up for the entire weekend, right? A large amount of Latino women and men 
getting drunk, enjoying themselves. White men and women, sprinkles of some black folks here, but they are enjoying themselves. They got the t-shirts on. People are wearing costumes in the whole, and it's from all walks of life. Even yeah. the black people are in there, it's, you know, Instagram influencers that, you know, look like they drive the benches and spend expensive money on dumb shit, but they're in there watching mm-hmm. wrestling as well. We're the only community to be like, oh, that's not, you still watch that? Oh, that's fake. Or that's us like, bro, Fuck there's that. a stadium full of people that are enjoying themselves at a show. You still go and scream at fucking the Millennium Tour. And you know, them niggas, half them niggas now be limp singing, man. Y'all need each other fuck up. Speaking of Jim Jones. Salute to Comptomania just because, too, because them niggas is like Absolutely. wrestling as fuck. Absolutely. So. But, yeah, it's being able to respect something outside of yourself. One, I think we have an issue in our community with allowing ourselves to, like, really enjoy life. Yeah, I know. And I know that's the thing. That'd be kinda, that's kind of where I'd be leading to when I say, like, that usual trope of, you know, you can watch white dudes be a orc. Like, okay, we just talked before we came on, came on air. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Henry Calvin, right? I think at this point in my life, I might at least attempt, unless he does some wild shit, I will attempt to probably watch anything Henry Cavill is attached to because he seems to be into the fucking uh, things he's, the things he wants uh, to be a part of. Like Warhammer is his big thing. If you, I'm not gonna lie. I've been trying to brush up because I wasn't. I've seen Warhammer, but I didn't know much about it. Warhammer has this wild, extensive lore that I'm a novice to, but it's dope. I'm into it. Like, but the the one the time it took to put all that together, you had like dudes have like the freedom to do that in other cultures, and within those things, you get like these subplots, these things that you might not get in some of these surface level stories that we only box ourselves into. How did that motherfucker ever think to make a movie about this or do this or do that? Because he had he gave himself the freedom to be, His you know, yeah, like you got to this deep storyline because if the ceiling is fucking wizards and flying and Warhammer and blah, 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 then, yeah, you can throw in like that fucking stat that came out. I was being fucking like spicy with y'all, but there was a little stat that came out. Like if you watch anime, like, you know, it speaks to people's like IQ levels and blah, blah, blah. But also there's a, there's a influx of enjoyment in it because, because there's so much wild shit going on and they're very long and they're very, whatever you get these deep fucking storylines and character development. And so it's like, Oh cool. Like I've watched Luffy. Like, you know, when I'm, I was like everybody else, I wasn't a fan of the art style when it first started, <laughs> you watch it. And it's like, Oh, we think it's about this rubber nigga. And now, nigga, like, I'm sitting here crying because Ace died and fucking, uh, you know, you fucking see what Garp's going through as a nigga who tried to raise these motherfuckers. Like, there's a whole lot of shit going on. So, for us, it don't even have to be anime, but, like, just expanding our fucking stories. And I think because of that, these motherfuckers end up having these stories where, I want to say they said that shit, like, maybe, um, I feel like this was a Charlemagneism that I'm stealing. But it's like, other people give themselves the ability to tell stories where it's like this is a good ass story that happens to be um have our culture in it where us because we don't do enough expansive stories everything is it's black as fuck and it seems like contrived and it seems real fucking like not pandery but like you're going out of your way to be like yo if you just told a good story this will take care of itself yeah it'll it'll you know like black's not a monolith so make the story that makes us not a monolith just tell a good fucking story and you could just throw us in there and let it be like, oh, shit. 
But motherfuckers got to be like, you know, midway, you know, this is real whatever. Why did you have this big fucking 1950 civil rights speech? This is a movie. <laughs> yeah, this is a movie about y'all doing, um, I don't fucking know, anything the fuck else. And you just had to throw that in. Like, just do better shit. Tell more expansive stories. If our experience is so, what the fuck we say it is, because it the fuck is, then do that. That's all the fuck I want. I mean, this, it's funny how we can still be massively creative like we are massively creative people and we still limit ourselves as far as creativity is concerned because we still function within a mindset that is limiting for us we don't allow ourselves to really get our shit off and enjoy ourselves or even support people that do and we're like it's kind of like what's the fuck i can't remember the movie the one where it unlocks more of your brain's potential as opposed to the 20% that we normally use. Limitless? Limitless. Yeah. It's like we we are thriving <laughs> without the pill. We are definitely using a fraction of our ability and we are thriving, but we just don't allow ourselves to accept more. I think taking the pill for us is like, no, it's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. I think we're starting to lean into it because of the, you know, the kids embracing anime and other shit like that and like black nerd, black geek culture oh, resurgencing. But we we are limiting ourselves in so many different areas, which is kind of like the Jim Jones, you know, conversation about push. Like you are looking at it from such a limited perspective to the point to where I'm only comfortable embracing this. So this has to be discredited because it doesn't fit the stereotypical norm that I'm accustomed to accepting. Yeah, like when a nigga was like, you know, like it's only fashion, it's only like, and even the way it discusses, like it's only shit that niggas wanted to go like pop off in the club, right? Cool. But like, I di- I don't know how many, I, well, I wasn't outside then, I was young, but like, were y'all playing, because B- uh, Bamani Jones said something this week about like how great Bombs Over Baghdad was to mm-hmm. him. I don't know if they was playing Bombs Over Baghdad in the club, but that's an amazing song to this day. Like, I don't hear niggas play, like, the Dungeon Family's album that much. I love that fucking album. Mm-hmm. Stank On You is an album that I actively saved up money. That's my first album I ever walked in the store and paid for. I don't hear you niggas playing that in the club. And I don't know if they was paying that shit in the club then. I don't know. I wasn't outside. I was still in fucking middle school. But Andre and Big Boy are two of the greatest artists to ever whatever. So I'm just saying, like, the standards and boxes that we fucking hold ourselves to like you niggas wasn't making like like I like if you don't have an Andre or a fucking big boy, I don't know that you get out of wild. And even just mm-hmm. the the way that movie's filmed, how that like let's make a period piece. Like you niggas, all you niggas make drug films. Like we get it. Everybody had to sell, but that was like something you did out of necessity because I had to do this because the idea is I had to do this thing because I had mad other ideas. Well, bitch, now you have the money, do the fucking ideas. Why are you niggas keep doing this shit in every aspect? Y'all just do the same shit. And that shit's weird. There's something about us where we are super conditioned to just stick with what we are told and what is, as opposed to like letting ourselves get comfortable with something outside of it. Like even with Andre, I remember like a week or two ago, I was driving, mom's in the car, and I just had my shit playing, and Prototype comes on, and she's like, "Wow, their music is really different." Like, granted, my mom been there bubble anyway Mm -hmm. but she's like this is way different than the music that they came out with and i was like you do realize like this was only the second or third album like this isn't that different and they had songs like this all throughout their career she's like oh well i thought that was just andre being on his weird you know different stuff it's like no they've had this in their music from start to finish but her the mindset that she's expressing is like this is different what is this this isn't what the norm that i'm used to from you is like the same mindset we approach everything with. 
the fashion that Jim Jones alluded to or the, the, the lyricism that certain people pull out, wrestling or anime or anything along those lines, we have such a limited acceptance level. We don't have a limited belief. We don't have a limited comprehension or a limited level of expression. We just have a limited ability to allow ourselves to step outside of that shit, kind of like what we're celebrating today, but that's a conversation. <laughs> um, we just, we have our spectrum for allowing ourselves to step outside of the norm is it as a whole can be very short. Sometimes we can be short sighted in certain areas, which hinders us. I think it's, it's, it's our Achilles heel in my opinion. Yeah. I know like, you know, and I know like that's a fucking thing that I don't know. I know it's one, it's conditioning. I know it's easier. The W knows than W don't. I know like, the idea of doing creative shit is all, you know, super, I, I mean, I, I get all that. It's just like, yo, bro, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it's like to necessarily be in those upper echelon spaces, but I always think I'm like, you niggas are in the rooms. Y'all are next to the people. Y'all, none of that shit rub off. You don't think to yourself, like, I could do this, that, and the third now because I'm next to this motherfucker. Like, fucking you niggas be, like, you niggas, was like, you niggas get to meet, I don't know, like, fucking Spike Lee, like, I've had to set it on on this. Do the idea, like I don't know. Yeah, that's that. So that's that's always my fucking thing about any content or whatever. It's just like, yo, man, these other motherfuckers are telling these like expansive stories, and there's these things are throwing gum at the wall and coming up with creative. Yeah. Like they don't even have the ability to create it. Not for real, because they'll have a, a random idea and they don't know how to expand on it. And who do they come to to help them expand on it? us but then we say that we can't do the shit that clearly we're helping to do something in our psyche just won't allow us to understand or correlate the fact that you do know that we help with all of this shit anyway so why not embrace it in the first place we talked about this movie they won a bajillion awards <sighs> everything everywhere all at once absolutely there's a story out that just came out like maybe as the movie was winning besides the fact that the niggas Winning a bunch of awards. A lot of those motherfuckers have been great actors for a while. The main Asian dude was like, you know, I was fucking, you know, he was in Indiana Jones. I thought I was going to quit acting. Came, comes back, wins the fucking Oscars, fucking on the track to be whatever. But the fact that, like, as dope as that movie looked, them niggas was like, we, none of us knew how to do it. Like, we had a, a minimal budget, threw it out there, had an idea. It's just like, yeah, like, and, you know, on paper, if somebody writes that movie down and hands you the idea, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like a, it's a mother, it's really like a mother-daughter story. Mm -hmm. They, like, find love, but we're just going to do it through multiple universes mm -hmm. and a multiverse. Like, nigga, take this shit back, but nah, do that shit. I mean, it's, I can understand. So, like, I, that made me think of uh, the black dude that played Jar Jar Binks. And came back in and the, came back in the Mandalorian. I was so recently. happy for that motherfucker. I replayed. Hey, I didn't. I didn't like. I'm, I'm good. I'm getting. I'm getting in these emotions as a as I'm, I didn't like tear, but I was like, man, I, I had such a weird proud moment. Like I knew this nigga in real life. I was proud of him just because of the mental health that he talked about that he suffered from because people hated Jar Jar Binks. So mm -hmm. like I didn't create the character. I was just hired to do this. And people just said that I ruined Star Wars as a whole and nobody wanted to hire me and people hated me and I got death threats and all this other stuff and took a step away from acting and all these other things to come back and be redeemed. I think that's a fantastic story, but that's a level of rigidity that I, it's, to me it shows how how deafening rigidity can be. Yeah. This man's career took a dip 
His mental health took a dip. He didn't want to live anymore at different aspects of this simply because you couldn't embrace a different character. This is not the character that we want to embrace. It's portrayed in a particular way or whatever the case is. Even for us, I think if I recall correctly, because I was in like high school, fucking people was getting mad because there's a black dude playing Jar Jar Binks and he's shucking and jiving and doing something. Oh, yeah, they did. He's playing an alien. Like, just let him play the role. But the fact that we are so rigid with embracing something different, he literally could have lost his life and not had that redemption moment on The Mandalorian. He's a goonga. I don't know, man. Like, I I remember those those arguments about that. I wasn't a Jar Jar Binks fan, but yeah, the way... And I like Star Wars. Like, I'm a really, like, big Star Wars fan. I watched the 70s one. I'm not a big fan of, like, I thought the prequels was, like, one thing. I definitely don't like this, like, these recent series. But all in all, man, I just, yeah, Death Threats was crazy. Um, I'm trying to think, did I really find Jar Jar Binks to be fucking Shuck and Jivey? It was a goofball character. I didn't like the character. Like, I will say that. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't, I, ne- I didn't think that was, like, Dog's fault. Like, he did a know. job. It's somebody else's creation. And he, they came to him to bring it to life. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't know. I, I know that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was supposed to be like a representation of black people because the other characters on there, like his people, were like dope. Like they kicked ass. They had a whole army. It was just Jar Jar himself was a fucking goofball. But I don't know because y'all be saying that shit. Like I'd be cool if everybody was on one accord because I'm sure I could pull somebody else's other movie and I'm like, well, this is some bullshit too. So one band, one fucking sound. Because I was, I had this conversation at work the other day. Where they were talking about like we were talking about having these cinema conversations and us having better stories. And I remember in college, I remember having the conversations about Precious, and I was like, and it was always that conversation of, you know, like it gives black people, you know, we got to give like er, niggas lean on like it's cool when. It's like um, like niggas get mad at Jar Jar Banks, but it's cool for Precious. It's cool for all of these shows. That legitimately show it's not a I'm not trying to allude to it. I don't have to figure it out. It is us doing wild goofball shit. But then all of a sudden it's, well, you know, black people getting that money. You know, we need those opportunities too. they give it to the Kardashians. I don't give a fuck because they got a million dollars and they made a debt. And that shit wildly impacted the rest of the community. They got a million dollars out of making fun of us. And yes, we will accept us making fun of us for a fraction of that kind of money. I think the issue that I'll have with those kind of stories like Precious is like we accept we accept the the stories that are attributed to us stereotypically. The the dysfunctional, traumatic experience, hardship type stories. We accept that from us, but we don't accept other types of stories that like got precious, fucking losing Isaiah and fucking the movie Yo. that just came out with um um, I can't remember her name, whatever her name is. Tiana Taylor. Tiana Taylor. It's like all of, we we accept those types of movies. All of them have wonderful acting and beautiful actresses, and like they tell you know heart wrenching stories and things of that nature. But we accept that from our culture, but we won't accept a Jar Jar or something that is more lighthearted or something because that is creative and outside of the norm. Why do we accept these limiting, debilitating stories about our people before we accept? Our Damn, artistic creativity. Oh my god! One and done. Damn. One and done. Motherfucker, so hard. Damn. <laughs> um. All right, shake back, man. Damn, he <laughs> hit that dick hard. Anyways, um, that's what I don't like about it. Like, I don't like the fact that motherfuckers always go like these are our only stories. Even if you come from that, 
And I'm not saying make some fake uh, happy-go-lucky story, but it's like, bro, every story and motherfuckers' only fucking thing is like, this life niggas live, this whatever shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, impressions. I remember having this argument because people kept telling me, cinematic masterpiece, it won this, that, and the third. And it's like, bro, mm-hmm. it was wild abuse from the mom. Then she was raped. And I want to say that was by her dad. Mm-hmm. Then she had to keep the baby. Then they wrap this shit up at the end, letting you know, hey, by the way, she gets AIDS. They don't figure out, like, there's no, there's no come, it just was, I, I swear, I legitimately watched that movie for real. I watched it, I was in my dorm, I remember actively, and I was like, start to finish, man, this is just one big trauma porn thing. I don't know any. I don't know anything else. There is no over, I don't have no overarching story. I just watched this woman go through some of the most traumatic shit ever. I can clearly see like the trauma and shit that probably Monique's character went through. But all I did was watch this motherfucker get her ass kicked top to bottom by life. And then motherfucker tell me like her favorite movie is, uh, you know, for colored girls where this nigga throws a baby out of the fucking, out of the fucking t- and just kills a kid because, and you know, and, it, and the answer is always like, well, you know that those stories happen but nobody can tell me like we I can't get one fucking movie where I just keep I take it away from the space shit. We have all these resources now where we know black people got their shit off. This was the first person to build this. This was a revolt that succeeded. This person did the there was something I just saw and I was on TikTok and I felt it was crazy because it was a white man relaying this information. And I was so mad about it, about this black dude. Never heard of this man before. He was a, and I saved the video and I'll come back and tell y'all who it was. But you know what? Go look it up because I remember that he was a slave and they had him on the Confederate side and he had laid down all these, like, I want to say like it was like mines or some shit on, on, on their end. He ends up commandeering a boat, puts all the fucking slaves on there. But he's so smart, he un- he knows all the stuff about how their military shit was working, so he knows where the checkpoints are, he knows how to do the hand signals, they all played him for a fool. He gets over to freedom, he takes the whole fucking little boat full of slaves and shit, while dressed up like a Confederate officer, gets to the fucking Union side, he sees them, he waves the white flag, lets them know who he is, he ends up fighting for them, and busts they motherfucking ass. None of you niggas, not only, I bet you that fucking shit is not even in pre-development. They don't even have a script for that fucking film, but you niggas will let me have, I don't know, man, 12 Years of Slave Deluxe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or I gotta watch, you know, like, I know, we all know that fucked up shit happens, but these other stories do happen, and everybody understands, you know, I'm not gonna do another neuroplasticity conversation, but we understand these shits affect the brain. Other stories exist. You think some of these motherfuckers just like, have uh, peace and happiness just because they believe they actively get to see themselves have good stories where it's like, you know, the Irish got fucked up and they did. But then there's a story of fucking um, Mad Sweeney drop kicking oppressors or some shit, whatever the fuck. Like, it's just like trauma porn for trauma porn's sake. And I'm like, you know, we don't have to do this. These other stories exist. Before I get into the fancy space shit, there's other actual legitimate stories that say, hey, nigga, great shit was happening. We're great and dope. Do like me, move like this. I see precious, and I go. The system's uh, fucked up, and uh, niggas are fucking raping kids, and and moms are abusive. I see fucking for color girls. I don't know what I get out of that except to reaffirm the bias. If you thought niggas wasn't shit, 
when you got in there, you watched the whole movie to reaffirm your bias. If you didn't think niggas were shit when you walked in there, now you're mad fucking confused. We need black families to come together, and you watch why did I can why why did I get married? And you walk out that motherfucker just wildly confused about your own relationship. Y'all was good when you walked in that bitch. Now you walked out and be like, I wonder if he's fucking his coworker, or I wonder if she um would get her fucking tubes tied. Like cool, and I'm not even really knocking that film because like you know it was <sighs> I don't know man I'm trying to decent ish. <laughs> But even those shit, all those things do is every conversation about that movie on internet brings out more about the worst parts of it, and there is no like, I never talk about fucking her and the cop, even though that was some shit they had. I know they had an issue or some shit at one point. That was in the second movie, I believe. Yeah, but you know, you never, it's never like, man, this is a great representation of love. They figured it out you're like I'll always be sticking with the horse shit. But and that's, that's it. if you look at it, that's a representation of what our social media looks like. Dead ass. Niggas love some fucking just. Or shit That's the stuff That we amplify the most The things that continue To perpetuate This black trauma porn This unhealthy narrative And the things That we latch onto Because we can't Become Unified on one accord On what it actually means To do this shit The bright way Or do this shit A healthy way And nobody's challenging it We just continue to say How can we push it closer To the way we've been told To do it for so long Is that is that the best way to do it? Are we, we going to step outside of that a little bit? No? Okay. That's where, y'all, that's where the ball be dropped. That I would say, like, even like a, you know, let's say, um, let's talk about the greats. You know, you got John Singleton or, like, Spike Lee. And maybe you thought, maybe, <clears throat> you know, you might have thought it was sometimes poured on a little bit. Like, wake uh, We love that scene. He poured it on. Like, it was, it was definitely, like, very, like. But it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was very nail on the headish, but, like. Not opposed to talking about these things. Some of these tropes, people keep digging up. Some of these tropes, like, exist still. But it's like, yo, they're supposed to be, like, a purpose. I'm with showing as, I love a good shit with some darkness, with some shit you got to really, like, wrestle with. But y'all be making shit and be fucking with shit. I'm like, man, there's nothing to wrestle with. It just said, fuck this and fuck that. And there were ample, there's ample opportunity for you in this fucking music, movie, whatever, to put in... Well, this is the opposing side. This is how we attack that. Like, Precious could be cool if we start talking. Like, nigga, if we're going to have the movie, then let's really, don't just flirt with the system is fucked up. There should be ways to maybe, like, maneuver better. Like, don't just have this, it's a social worker trying to do her best. And she just, like, I don't know, man. There's just ways y'all could have made that shit. And she, y'all just do, like, outrageous shit. Like, it shows her running down the street with a box of chicken. Like, I don't know, man. Everybody acted well and everybody did their shit well, but like it'd be a lot of shit. And I'm like, man, it's I don't know if this is as great as we whatever. The the effects of it may not be as great. I mean, but you have to be willing to embrace and understand the effects of it and accept that in order to realize how to have a critique that is not the norm. Because most people just be like, yeah, it's a great movie. Okay, and that's the end of it. And then somebody that's an outlier will say, did y'all look at it this way? Because I don't think it was really that. I mean, it's like our critique on fucking Love Jones that we've talked about or The Notebook, how we've talked about that in oh, mental yeah. health. Like those having those critiques of being able to step outside of the norm and say, actually, this really isn't that good. And if we look at the effects of it, it has some kind of damaging shit going on. But again, that goes back to what we support because having those stories done differently, right? We had Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend did oh, Meteor Man. Dude. Did he ever get the flowers he deserved for? Robert Townsend did a lot of different shit. We talk about, um, what's that man named? Tyler Perry. We don't talk about Tim Reed. Bars. 
We don't talk about Byron Allen. So, oh my man, I was talking to I was, um, I was talking to Sneak about that man because fucking like, he's a billionaire. Like he's doing so much shit. Trying to do. I mean, even for Bill, we let we let ourselves get distracted by this whole fake rape shit with, with <laughs> Bill. I mean, I, you guys can do your research and realize that ain't what they thought it was. But even with him trying to do, there's lots of people that have tried to do a lot of things and we just switch up on them or we don't support them or we forget them and act like their contributions don't exist because they were doing something that was outside of the norm. I support Tyler. Magical. But he's always perpetuated stories that are within the stereotypical norm for us. He just put a little bit of come to Jesus on it afterwards. And that's what made us accept it a little bit more. But outside of that, we've always had pioneers that try to do something different and we never embrace them the way that they should because we just can't get outside of our norm. Spike, Spike forced it on us and Spike looked up and he chose people that people wanted to see. He you choose Wesley Snipes and you choose your Denzels and all these people for your movies and folks is going to go see it and you put your own little spin to it. He Adam Sandler, he was Adam before Adam Sandler. Absolutely. We give that we give that we give that trope to Adam Sandler but like it's my dogs and we this my this is my group this I'm fucking with. It's the same thing we said that uh what's the face is doing now. Um I don't know why that. What's that boy that y'all love so much? Little little, little brown boy with the abs that y'all was going crazy over 2 weeks ago. Um that's every week though shit. Well, indefinitely Michael B. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. same thing he's doing right now with yeah. him and the Kuglers. They're they're they got they group oh, yeah. and they're working together and they're even down to the scores of the movie. Like this is our camp and we're gonna support each other and everything. But we've had people that tried to do that throughout history. We had fucking Melvin Van Peebles. He doesn't get the respect that he deserves as far as being a pioneer in the movie industry. Fucking um Rudy Ray Moore. That's bars. There's a lot of people that have tried to do well in providing different stories for us and we just we don't even remember them. We pull a Jim Jones and say that their contribution to our top 50 shouldn't even be acknowledged because it didn't fit the stereotypical norm. So that I will say is like something I think is a trope from the book that could be applied to some of the stuff is like some of these stories, like it took me a minute. I, I don't know when I started doing, it was college. College was, you know, I, had, I, I did good in my formative years. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But also salute to like just older people and like people I consider like, you know, oh, geez, and shit like my uncle and like my dad. I remember like in high school being able to like start to watch movies that, you know, I was looking for shit that I thought was like, you know, a little different. Mm-hmm. And then I remember in college, you know, word to, um, you know, we got to always, LimeWire should get a fucking, LimeWire should get like a, a, a 30 foot statue in the middle of every city and Torrance pirate Bay <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> like, uh, because I just had opportunities to be like, okay, man, what the fuck is all this shit that people talk about? Like, why the fuck y'all say, uh, you know, like, you know, you'd be looking up and it's like Quentin Tarantino is such an amazing, amazing director. What the fuck is this about? So I remember looking up Quentin Tarantino movies and watching a bunch. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm starting to get it. The first couple of times, no, I don't understand this movie. But I know we do a lot of that shit of like, I don't like that. That's nasty. That's stupid. Boom. If I do that, I never start enjoying food. You don't become one of these foodie people. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that show. It's stupid. We'll watch it again. Like, that's your point where it's like, it's the same concept with like studying. And I feel like we do that shit a lot. Like, I don't like it. I don't understand it. And so you just don't fucking pay attention to it. 
but nigga, fucking eat that. Like I've watched that was actually I remember like that was part of the thing of like I watched a lot of movies. I listened to a lot of music that the first go around, I don't understand why you niggas like this. All right, man, let me kind of I don't know, man. I think you niggas should play more sports, or whatever. Like the concept of just beating your ass a little bit in every aspect of like, okay, let me try this first. Let me get through the part of me not understanding it for me to start before I go, this fucking sucks. Oh, I understand it now. I don't like this, but I do like this. I like these four tracks. I don't like this. Oh, I get this part of the movie now. Because I remember as a kid or whatever, like, not understanding or liking Casino. That's one of my favorite fucking movies. I watch that shit. If it's on, it's I put that up there with, like, Mo' Better Blues, which was another movie as a kid. I was like, oh, this is some, maybe some grown people shit. Mm-hmm. But that was one of those films that, like, if it's on TV and I don't give a fuck if I got an hour and 50 minutes left or if I've got 15 minutes up, I'm going to watch those 15 minutes because I'm not, I appreciate how I was shot. I appreciate how this line was delivered. But you kind of have to expand your palate as far as, like, oh, okay, this is what I find entertaining. But if niggas go, like, you know, it's like a nigga who go to fucking, uh, I go to fucking, I don't know, um, Switzerland, and I'm trying to only eat chicken nuggets. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's a lot of chicken strip ass people in this world. Yeah, that's that, that's what the point I was getting around. So like, that's when I like, I'm like, it's not even like I feel like niggas don't. I don't like that shit. You haven't tried it, and no, it's not going to be great. Everybody wants like that instant gratification thing. I think traverses ways that people don't think about. It. It's like, yo, like you want this shit to hit the first time, as opposed to going. This is something I'm not used to, so it's gonna rub me the wrong way. I don't, I don't like this. Really try to get to know it first before you just don't like it. Because most things that I would say that I would like, I don't like. All you niggas said you was never gonna eat no pussy. All of y'all said that shit. Not us. We've been scholars on this fucking couch, prodigies. I've been saying that since middle school. Some of y'all said y'all wouldn't go because you know you got to bring it back to some of y'all. Understand? A lot of y'all vehemently think back to your. (laughs) Think back to your 13-year-old self. Some of y'all was lying to yourselves at 19. I only thick dick for my husband. You are a demon. That's why and I'm we proud got of you. The, they got that freak Nick suck, documentary coming out. We about man. to see all them lies you've been telling. Dog, suck a, suck a nigga sheets up his ass. Like, and great. That's good for y'all. But you you said that at one point when you was uneducated or unfucking knowing of something. And because it was a little tough or uncomfortable, you said, I don't like this shit. And that's really just not how you get anywhere. I'm not even going to get into the whole how that is a spiritual concept, but whatever. I mean, I'll, I'll challenge that a little bit because there's certain things that we do the opposite when it's something that ain't beneficial for us. Because there's some shit that you, you ain't really comfortable with, but you allow yourself to do it because everybody else says that you should be okay with it. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of, I'm sure there's a lot of whatever there's a lot of women out here that have OnlyFans account and they do a lot of content and shit on their OnlyFans account that they don't really feel comfortable doing but it's an acceptable way to get money now so i'm going to allow myself to do it even though it doesn't align with my spirit at all you know you have these uh, enormous amounts of fucking black china's coming out to where it's like i want to i want to completely revamp myself after doing this thing that has been uncomfortable for me for almost a lifetime I feel like OnlyFans girls now, at this point, because it's been so popular, we can give them the same hate we give niggas who've been trying to rap. Like, if, I, if I've seen this link in there, and you know that it's fucking, uh, I don't know, it's Pusha T's outside, bro. Like, you really got to get your, fu- you. it's Tyler the Creators that are walking around this earth fucking talented as fuck. So, you know what? You OnlyFans shit, cool. But did you see the shit? That there's like it's women out here that are just doing 
terrible shit. And then they're cutting on, um, watch me, uh, stream fucking, um, last of us or let's see if I can make it through this resident evil episode while this weird dick apparatus smashes both holes. Like, come on, man. And you going to sit up here and think I want to watch you fucking, uh, twinkle your toes. Y'all nuts. Like, I just want y'all to be, like, if you're going to fucking be the best or go. And here's the thing about it that makes me, that is wild to me or is weird. Like, you know, I'm, why should I'm like, you realize, like, the time you're, that's like a nigga who be like, nigga, I was out here selling that work. All that time, you could have took your ass to college. All this time, you out here trying to make me pay some money for you to wiggle your ass cheeks. You could have started that fucking, uh, whatever the fuck, I always wanted to be, never met a bitch who wanted to fucking be a, um, a real woodworker, you want to go chop things and make furniture? Like, you know how to do that? Yeah. Well, why the fuck didn't you do that? I've never met a motherfucker who wanted to be a glass blower. You want to make a whole ceramic thing of uh, unicorns and sell them on Etsy? You could have been doing that shit. You up here trying to make niggas pay to see nipple tassels, you fucking goof. But does, <laughs> again, they, speaking of glass blowing, there's a whole competition on Netflix for people that are making blown glass sculptures and seeing who can be the best master glass blower that's a tv show that somebody made that gets watched on netflix clearly it's been watched because i've seen it and watched it you know not it's a little against my will but you know it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody came up with the idea and created that whereas for us we just default to well this is how I'm supposed to make money. And that's not saying everybody. I'm just going with the stereotype because there are women that, you know, I have conversations with women that work in tech and help create video games. Uh, You know, there's people that are doing dope things, but not in abundance because a lot of us are stuck into this one dimensional. We got the the fucking horse blinders on and all (laughs) we can see is directly what's in front of us. And we act like the periphery just doesn't exist. And that's why I circle back to, you know, all these fucking expansive ways to make content or film or whatever, like even fucking, I would even take it off of like movies, movies, but like, you know, that's why I feel like an Andre 3000 or a fucking CeeLo is dope. Cause you hear these motherfuckers make music and you go, I never thought, I thought it was all some boom bap shit. And you hear this and you hear motherfuckers when they talk about them. Like I heard this nigga make this shit. I never even contemplated adding a fucking saxophone to that shit. That's a fucking possibility. And then if you take that, that ability to go, I never thought that this was possible in this space. If you just do like this, you know, that concept applies to the rest of your fucking life. Mm-hmm. And now we got some whole other shit. I've never met a nigga who was, a, um, I don't know. That's how we got to Mars. This nigga who really was doing some outlandish shit the other way was like, I do really like space. I've always been interested. So I just kind of woke up one day, saw this thing, and it inspired me to go like, maybe I will go and do whatever the fuck. And he did it, and now we all are enjoying some weird new shit that we never would have got if this nigga only thought that he could fucking, um, I don't know, be an annoying uh, boarding school kid from Power. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch the show. I know that's the memes. I don't even know if he's that much of a dick character anymore. I just kept seeing I remember when y'all was posting the memes, but I, ref- I can't watch it now because... I'm just like I told y'all Every week I'm gonna let y'all know I'm drug showed out Please give me something else Anything else I'll watch anything else I just don't have no more drug shows Like uh, Like I'm gonna ride this BMF wave out Snowfall's wrapping it up And I like the niggas are getting I be really paying attention The nigga Jerome He got another job He's on the I think he's in that movie With fucking uh, Jonathan Majors has another movie That's gonna come out We're all gonna watch We're all gonna fucking Pay a billion dollars to it Cause it's gonna be good 
Are they still mad at him because of white? I'm gonna watch this shit. He's being a fucking bodybuilder, and there's probably gonna be some great dramatic shit. And until there's some definitive evidence to say that this man did that shit, I'm just not. I'm, we don't have definitive evidence that he didn't do it. So I mean, yeah, but I just it's too many of y'all that's still jumping on the train. And I saw some. I had to get out of that. Like I, I, I was trying to act like I was doing some whatever, but there's no more evidence, so there's no more really me talking about it. But I will say that I'm still, you know, not cool with the fact of how people just. You know, again, that's more that book shit because it's like you say something and it's like, well, that is it because reasons and let's fucking crucify a motherfucker. I don't like that shit. Like if obviously the rule has always been if a motherfucker did that shit, you know, burn them at the fucking stake. But if they didn't do it, like who the fuck can you rely on? Like if I'll challenge that. Not that we have to explore that on today's show, but I'll oh. challenge it because I feel like. We justify it for some people, and we demonize others for the same behavior. Oh, well, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we talk about creativity. We've had lots of crazy black women destroying shit. Like, we waiting to exhale in the thin line between love and hate, and we justify it because of certain behaviors. You know, left eye, we justify it for certain behaviors. But an allegation against somebody else, and we're like, nope. There's no possibility that we can find a way to justify this. That is completely. So I think maybe there's some 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 borders that we can cross or not cross. Like I said, we ain't got to get into it today, but yeah, because my my thought dimensional viewpoint. My thought on that, and I try not to dwell on the thought, but I feel like whenever the conversation happens, it'll be like overtly heavy because it's it leans more it leans to me sometimes like the motherfuckers really only care about us when we're like bodies, like in the the process between us. That could have saved us from being a body nobody really gave a fuck about. Because, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the ones championing this nigga's downfall are the motherfuckers who, at the same time, hap- so so happen to be like, how dare he, you know, uh, hashtag this. But, like, the motherfucker couldn't have, could have been not a hashtag. Where the fuck was some of y'all at? Like, it's real quiet until a motherfucker is, like, put on a T-shirt. And I don't really like that shit. Because the motherfuckers that you're looking at to be your motherfucking motherfuckers, like, in your corner, it's like, yo, everybody not defending everybody properly. Because on the flip side, like you saying, like that shit would be completely different. It would be a whole lot of understanding. You didn't know what happened that day. You didn't know what that person did to her. And I'm, and I've had that conversation, like not this specific one, but the conversations that I, that I know lead to those, um, interactions where it's like, you're a big man, I'm not a small person, and the conversations that motherfuckers have, like I don't have pain receptors. Like you could just. I can't believe that really hurts you. So I'm like, if I take that and expand it out, this motherfucker probably, not this individual, but like motherfuckers across, the, I've heard that conversation fucking since high school. I haven't been a small nigga for a long time. And the conversation be said like, so you think in your mind you can fucking hit me and I'm just like the fucking juggernaut? So if I'm applying that to different aspects, you throw in some emotional shit, some shit happens, shit. I don't like, if a fucking nigga was 5'2 and hit me, I'm going to rock his shit. I'm not promoting fucking putting your hands on nobody. I'm making a point. Get your fucking, get your minds together. But if somebody is continuously potentially being physical towards you or there's not a weight I can, or whatever, there's not a weight that I can lift and make my eyes any stronger. You hit me in that motherfucker, shit can go awry. So I'm saying all that to say is like that shit applied to niggas in general. It's like, yo, you motherfuckers is really dangerous. Like I really stay in the house because who knows what the fuck. So. Are you safe in your house? Shit, if you buy your fucking self. <laughs> I mean, you would have to you would have to ignore all influence. Look, man, because it gets that deep, it can catch you when you ain't even trying to be around it. Man, look, niggas, we look at them niggas in the motherfucking uh, 
you know, the monks that be by themselves and it's a point. It may they make a point. The Dalai Lama be making some good fucking points. That's why we keep talking to that man. He be knowing some shit. I'm about to say they was trying to come at him too. Saying that he was trying to be a pedophile or molest little boys for God damn. For forcing I guess there's some clip where you know, he talking to one kid and he's like he they he forced him or coerced him to kiss him on the lips and it's really just like a blessing type of kiss of like He's having a conversation with the boy or whatever. I don't know. Y'all ain't stormed the Vatican yet, so I just feel like we got to pick That's one before we start going. Again, I'm not trying to be ca- that conversation of us being selective. We're <laughs> just like, you know, because, you know, I'm just a bit shit. I'm, I'm, I'm with putting everybody on the fucking chopping block, but it's like, you know, between, between that, y'all, we, motherfuckers also thought fucking, uh, what was that dude in Dallas who was um, that pastor? Oh, uh, everybody thought he was an isolated incident. I forget his name, but y'all know who he was, and he was um. I was about to say Tony Robbins. It's not Tony Robbins. Nah, but you know who he is. He was the one who was touching them boys. You fucking him, and then he died. So you know, and I think they all kind of maybe got sick or whatever. But anyways, all I'm saying is y'all. You know, if y'all gonna storm storm all the capitals, don't just fucking be choosy. If we're gonna talk about it. Collectively, but yeah, I, I say all that to say is like you know, motherfuckers should do the you know do the crime, but let's prove that they did the crime. And it's sometimes a little scary out here because you know I don't know if everybody got everybody back, and motherfuckers are all in danger. I'll say that I'm not knocking women's danger, but mm-hmm. there is another type of danger that you know is scary out here for niggas and be like, yeah, y'all need to whatever. I would like everybody to leave me alone to a certain degree because you know. Motherfucker breathe hard and just don't like me one day. I can't get the fucking I can't get the two the the fucking um benefit of the doubt. Like, what if this person's a liar? Can we fucking have the conversation first? Like, what if this person the 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 amount damn I'm about to go another round. We gotta wrap this shit up. But like y'all know, nigga, y'all know the history, the amount. No, they don't. You forget the trying to suppress the history. The thing that sparked off the civil rights movement was built on a lie. Like the entire thing, like you, oh my god! Like that was a lie. That that they they said something happened that didn't, and then they killed that boy, and then we started marching in hard bottom shoes. So and like, didn't get any justice against her until what last year? Dog, we all watched like, oh, we all were up in arms. I can't believe, oh my god, the exonerators lies. Those are all based off lies people told. Because, and they just ran with it. So the fact that like y'all are not seeing any correlation that y'all the same type of shit is happening. I don't give a fuck what your race is. You could be fucking green and polka dotted. You niggas are out here just saying black men doing whatever shit. If they do it, goddamn it, fucking go go to hell and like stay there. But you deserve the fucking. Well, let's figure it out first. That's not a fucking bad thing to figure it out first. Like that was weird. Niggas are getting so rocked in this show. <laughs> Okay, y'all. That's all I got. One hitters. Cause I'm gonna give y'all some more fucking. I don't know what I'm gonna give y'all. That's how I fucking. Uh, oh, I know what I'm doing. Cause I saw some other shit this week that said that um we don't talk about how what Coldplay did on Viva La Vida, how they really gave it, to, and they fucking did. And that's that's what I'm ending on this. Cause y'all really like. That's why fucking Jay Z be be pumping these niggas a lot. They work a lot together. Cause like. Y'all was y'all outside? Y'all remember this? I used to the world. Seems it was when I gave the world.
like, share, subscribe. Thanks for listening. That was one of the questions of like, how can people support us? Like, share, subscribe. Fucking share this shit. We post shit every every day, every single day. Let me cut this down, man. Let me, let me tell you, every day. I ain't missed a day. These memories. You think these memories pop up? We've been every day in it for at least the past two years. There's not a day something don't happen. Like that shit. Share it. Even if you don't like it. I mean, you can comment about it. Share your perspective Put on it. Put that shit in your story. and say, The same way y'all do with these motherfuckers you don't know. Get in there and say, this is fucking dumb. Y'all, Let somebody come get mad at me. Yeah, y'all are going on a, on a fucking Twitter or Instagram rant about somebody that you'll never meet in your life in their Man. lifestyle but you can talk to us and vent and talk and converse and share I'll be trying to be you know I'm still pretty positive but y'all be up there wishing happy birthday to fucking celebrities that don't fucking know you know us personally be trying to sit there and talk to us bitch you don't even like my fucking shit like it first like fuck no disrespect love you still but like relax motherfucker different than me I'll say comprehend it first there's a lot of people that man, don't I'm comprehend. Like, man, man, that's reaching for the fucking stars. I'm cool. Man, I'm cool now. Look I'm here. I am about abundance and freedom this year. I'm tired of limiting myself. I uh, want. I want comprehension and understanding. I'm cool with that. I understand y'all not going whatever. I, I ain't saying I'm fucking, but I understand y'all just didn't listen because they never said sometimes it's really fucking that complex. You said no, you didn't. You know what? I don't know what other shows are, but I've seen other podcast shit that popped up, and I like that it's not just me. So many motherfuckers be posting shit, and it's like, did you listen to the fucking episode? So yeah, do that. They listen to the ones that don't talk about shit. Yeah, all right. they listen to the ones that talk about that stereotypical norm perspective that are, they're comfortable with. That your favorite podcast that you love so much, they talk about all the stereotypical shit. Bye, y'all. Uh. <laughs> back here same time next week, just as fucking over it. <laughs> Sing this shit, white man. Requires the sin. Be my mirror, my sword and shield. My missionaries in a fiery field. Those are reasons I can't explain. Back next week, and just as fucking over it. That is. He ain't gonna call my motherfucking name. I'll be up in that motherfucking fight. What's up, Pete? Bring the rest of the motherfuckers out there in the back. Fuck is she doing here? Oh, 